got to stand up strong Think the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up You uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of the show today. The third hour. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 Jesse. My biblical question, what's trapping you? What's trapping you? What's trapping you? Amazing, amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show Listen on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And if you're out and about doing whatever it is that you're doing, you can um, listen to the show. You can podcast, of course. But you can listen to the show on the listen line by calling eight. I mean 641 Six four one seven nine three one five zero zero. All right. Anywhere in the world, and don't forget to follow us on social media, like ring the bell, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com dot com slash JLP Talk. BuyMeACoffee.com slash J-O-P Talk or RebuildingTheMan.com slash store. RebuildingTheMan.com slash store. All right. So it's Bible Thumper Thursday. Right now, there is one line open at 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. It's Bible Thumper Thursday. It's the third hour of Bible Thumper Thursday. So get ready for Bible Thumper Thursday. All right, brother. Are you ready? He's drunk as a badger. Go ahead. Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of you. Go ahead. She had a lot of mega. What the Bible Thumper Thursday? So uh Joel, he black, is coming in and my producer Sean coming in 
And I want to deal with this question I asked ask, ask earlier this week. And, um, and then I want to get, talk to you all, right, everybody, and the mama. <laughs> everybody, and they mama if you're black, and it's their mama if you're white. And Joel is on his way in. I can hear him coming now. He black. Joel Friday TV is on. His show is every Monday through Thursday from 9, I mean, at 11 a.m., right after the Hake Report at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So, um, one day this week, earlier this week, I asked the question that I had, had an understanding about finally. Not that I had been thinking about this question. It's Bible Thumper Thursday. Some of you might remember uh, in Mark one forty. Through 44, a man with leprosy came to him and begged, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him, and Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone. I'm healing you now, but don't tell anyone. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely. And Jesus went, what the? (laughs) Spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly but stay outside in lonely places. I've never heard it written all like that before. Is that, what Bible is this? Uh, no, I never heard that either. Uh, I think it's the New International Version. Oh, no wonder. NIV. They're mess it up. <laughs> and then, is this Mark 7 from the NIV too? Yeah. This is Sean, my producer. He did this. Uh, Mark 7 through 31, 36. There are some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk. And they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. After he took him away from the crowd, Jesus put his finger into his ears, the man's ears. At this, the man's ears were open. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. Then he commented, I mean, I'm sorry, then he commanded them that they should tell no one. But, but the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. Amazing. He's telling them, don't tell it. Are they black? And they told it. Here's some more information about the gospel of Mark from Pure Pew. Pursue. Pursue God's video. Watch this. See, the book of Mark is the shortest gospel of the four gospels. It's probably written around 55 AD. It's an action gospel with vivid descriptions and fewer teachings 
than the other Gospels. So, for example, you'll see verses like this from Mark chapter 1. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, Jesus saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea because they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. Now, let's talk a little bit about the author. The early church unanimously believed that this account was written by John Mark, who likely got his information from Peter's preaching and memoirs. Mark wrote this account to show the world who Jesus is and what he has done. The central theme of Mark is outlined in the first verse of the book. So here it is, Mark chapter 1, verse 1. Here's how Mark starts the book. This is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. Clear, concise, and compelling. The Son of God. See, all you people who think Jesus is God, the Son he is the son, not the father, dummies. What the? <laughs> so I want to ask, ask, I'm going to start Hassan again. I know he responded. When Jesus healed the man and he said, go and, I mean, don't tell anyone. And the man went and told it anyway. Why didn't Jesus, why did Jesus tell him not to tell anyone? Uh, yeah, I just think that, um, yeah, he just wanted, I think, people to know for themselves and have faith because the faith is what, you know, would heal them and that that they could do it on their own, you know, kind of understanding that uh, the belief and the faith in God is what's healing. And if they – I think if it would have became too publicized, it would have been like, oh, well, there's this magic man down the street, you know, let me go – get my leg fixed or my thing and it would have just became like a physical practical thing where it's like oh this you know gotta come here to get my thing fixed or whatever and (laughs) I think he wanted it to be more of yeah like a genuine thing of knowing that they had faith and belief in, in God and that they could be healed so he didn't want it to become like silly Man. <laughs> Why do you say Jesus told him, don't tell anyone I've healed you? Uh, I think he didn't want to create, in my opinion, I could be wrong. I think he didn't want to create This a- is Joel Friday. That was Hassan, the audio engineer, the expert on the show. Joel Friday, TV, he black. This show is here every day except Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And yeah. an expert here. Yeah, I think he just didn't want to cause like an uproar because of the fact that he knew that when um, the Pharisees or whoever were going to crucify him, that they were going to do it. He knew that was a prophecy that there was that needed to happen. So I think that he didn't want that to come sooner than what it needed to by Take making a ruckus. Were you? Oh. You're doing this like you're nervous. <laughs> Go ahead. You're black. But let me fix it real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think he didn't want to make you it. Yeah, move to your left. Well, when I had to move to my right at first. Down to your left and get to center. Lord have mercy. Okay. Go ahead. Nice. But yeah, but the point is he was just trying to, I think he just didn't want to make up roar, so his time wouldn't come sooner than when it needed to be. I'm sorry? I think he just didn't want to make an uproar so his time wouldn't have to come sooner than what it needed to be. 
one time his crucifixion <laughs> so he can heal as much people as possible. Amazing. But I could be wrong. No, I could be that's nice. intellectual. Amazing. And you say, this is Sean, my producer, <laughs> expert here. That's nice. <laughs> uh, okay, Sean, you say, I like, why didn't Jesus say don't tell? I like that last part about what, what Joel said, so as time to, wouldn't come sooner than, he, than it needed to be. But um, I think it's because he knew that people would go and say, oh, Jesus did this to me, Jesus did this to me. But it wasn't him, it was the Father working through him. So he knew people would get confused by that. Like, oh, they go into town, they say, Jesus healed me, Jesus healed me. But he knew, he knew Jesus knew it wasn't him. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He knew people would be confused by the words and they'd misinterpret what, what just happened. So if he knew that it was more important for the people who got healed to, um, to just go through it on their own, so that they know, right? So that they know what actually happened. Amazing. That's more important than than other people knowing. To add to what's been said, what I realized the reason he said it is that he told the man not to tell it because Jesus knew that the human being, human beings are like animals that their hearts are evil, that they're wicked, and that if they went out and told them that they had been healed, they were going to try to uh, uh, discourage them and take that away from them and make them doubt themselves because human beings are evil. And uh, if you notice that every time somebody hears the truth, whether it's somebody reading the Bible or someone talking about this or that, Every time they hear the truth, they want to go out and start preaching. <laughs> they start running, want to tell somebody else like they're a preacher, rather than being quiet and let the you know let it be revealed to them and become clear. Immediately they want to start preaching, and Jesus didn't want them to do that either. He knew that that would do it, but it was primarily because the human heart is evil, and they know that other human beings would try to make them doubt themselves, try to steal their steal yep. from them. Isn't yep. that amazing? It is. You know how that you know how they say like if you want change in society you got to start locally yeah. like start in your town yeah. start in your town you could take that to another level and say you you got to start in your house you yeah. got to fix your house first and then you could start take that to a whole nother level and say you got to start with you exactly instead of other people when you start working on yourself you wake up you're supposed to really just keep it to yourself and grow but the devil tell you oh you got to go out and tell somebody how smart you are start preaching. Yeah. Tell everybody, stop hating your mama. Tell everybody you hate your daddy. And return to your daddy. You're ready to preach, but all you've done is hurt the truth. You still don't know the truth. But yeah. the ego feels good and makes you want to go out yeah, and preach. Ball, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What do you say about that? The ego gets involved in all things. I yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it's hard to really know exactly why. Like No, that was why. <laughs> But I can't, because I mean, it's, if you it's really, something to think about, but I... It, if you really, really, really pay attention to human beings today, even yourself, me or anyone, when you first hear the truth, aren't you like Randy go tell somebody? Yeah, no, that, that happens for sure. Right away, at all you've done yeah. it, you just heard it intellectually. That's for yeah. sure. But it just feels so nice to go and tell yeah. somebody. It yeah. makes it seem like you're smart or you know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Like you think you had it because you got the revelation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that happened even today. 
I agree. And then if somebody, if you do know the truth and you go out and tell it, who you, there are people you're telling to, they're feeling jealous. They're feeling mm. mad like you know the truth and they'll try to take it away from you. Yeah. And also when you know that the truth. That happened right now. Yeah. But when you actually know the truth, a lot of times when you truly know it, you're not even like in a rush to go explain it or that's share. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's how you know the difference. That's deep. You say, Hassan? So what do you mean by they would try to Come take... Come back to your mic. What do you mean they would try to take it away from... Uh, they would make you doubt yourself. They would uh, try to do something to make you think that it didn't really happen. He didn't heal you. Or you really don't see what you see. I don't think... That's what I mean by it. Oh, so like even in regards to Jesus? Yeah. Even... What do you mean by even in regards... Like, Oh, so you're saying that... Is he speaking too far away from his mic or somewhere? It does sound a little bit low. I don't uh -huh. know if it's... Yeah, I don't know. I there don't you know. go. That's I'm a little just, better. Maybe I don't understand. What? I'm trying to understand that. So you mean that the Jesus would have... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fully... I got to hear it again, I think. Well, it, you could also make it worse by telling people the truth. You can make it worse for them because if they start rejecting the truth that you're telling them and you keep at it and you keep trying to get it, get it you keep trying to communicate it to them, you're making it worse because they just get defensive and they try to they just do their own thing that they were going to do anyway just for their own ego purposes. Yeah. And you're not supposed to force it anywhere on anyone. Right, you can't, yeah, because you make it. You end up making it worse, and then you think you, you feel bad about you know yourself doing that because you think, oh, I, I made it worse for that other person. Oh, so like, okay, so I understand it in a parallel of like in today, like when I hear stuff you say, then I go and say, it and I get a thrill from it. Yeah. So, so that I understand because you've heard the truth, or your intellect tell you got it. And right away, you want to go out and preach it to others so you can get a thrill from it. Yeah, 100%. I but do also, there are people out there that will uh, be jealous that you know the truth, mm. that your heart has changed from anger to love, and they'll try to destroy that. Okay, and you're saying that with Jesus... He knew that about human nature, that human beings are like animals. They're on an animal level. They're evil. And they could, they'll be jealous of that, and so they'll try to take that away from the person by trying to make them doubt themselves mm. or put them down in some kind of way or something because human beings are evil. Well, see, my only thing where I'm just a little bit confused is that, like, if a person is, like, a leper and he can't walk, and then Jesus said, get up and walk, and then he starts walking and dancing, right? Then how does a person at that point, <laughs> I just had an image in my head, like when the person says, I could walk, and then the other person, another person says, no, that's not true. That's a lie. Do they just fall out? <laughs> Do they doubt and just fall out because the person made them doubt again? That's okay. where I'm confused. So what now? Like, he didn't say that they would do it. He didn't say they would be able to take it, but they would try. That they would try to. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I was wondering, jealous. Yeah, I just wonder, like. I just picture somebody walking and being happy they walk in and somebody said, no, that's a lie. Jesus is not real. And then they just fall out again. But you know how <laughs> there, 
there could be witnesses there to see this man. They knew him forever. He couldn't walk. Yeah. And they'll see Jesus come by and heal him. And then they'll still say Jesus didn't do that. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Yeah. And it, they've, they did that in the, in the Bible, it says, too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> what a yeah, mess. And once you, be, like, you know, once you uh, believe, you can't unbelieve. Once you, you see, see you can't unsee it. Right. So once they believe that they can walk, they start walking. No matter what anyone else says, like, they can't go back. But it's, it's amazing how... Go ahead, finish your point. I was going to bring something else up. Yeah. It's amazing how wicked the human heart is. The human heart is pure evil. Really. Human be- I had no idea how evil human beings really were until I was able to see. They have no love. They are like animals. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, it's all Adam's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Eve's fault. Adam shouldn't have listened to the woman. Yes, that's where you're about to say something. Is it better to um, disturb comfortable people or is it better to comfort disturbed people? So what? Is it better to disturb the comfortable or is it better to comfort the disturbed? Is it better to disturb the comfortable or is it better to... Comfort the disturbed. Comfort disturbed people. Oh, and what did Jesus do? Interesting. Did he disturb comfortable people or did he comfort disturbed people? You say, Joel? Uh, <laughs> that's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he disturbed the comfortable. Because like, the, the comfort, the other way around. What's the other way around? Comfort disturbed people. I don't think that you should comfort disturbed people. You let them suffer and die. So I think he... He did the other thing. He said, thing. is it better to, am I right? Is yeah, it better, is it, is it better to, to comfort to, be, the, to comfort the disturbed? The disturbed or disturb the comfort people? I think disturb the comfort, but I got to smoke on it more. But I think that's, that's my final answer. What do you say, Hassan? Definitely, yeah, disturb the comfortable. And what do you say, Sean? I say comfort the disturbed. I say neither. That's Dang. not the question. Yeah, that's the no. answer. It's not better. I, you're not supposed to disturb the uncomfortable or comfort. I mean, or. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're saying you're not supposed to disturb comfortable people and right. you're not supposed to comfort disturbed not people. Not at all. You messed up the whole game. You're supposed to play along. Pick one. But I think. Uh, no, there isn't. <laughs> but that, you know. But huh. truth, truth, I think, is disruptive too. Like to, to evil people, yeah, and to people who are just sleeping, like yeah. not not comfortable could be like not awake, like just. So I think like, yeah, yeah. There's huh. a there's a a famous quote about art, and how the purpose of art is to comfort the disturbed and to disturb the comfortable. Oh, so that's where I got that from. Oh, I see. Just no, a good I, question on the Jesus thing. Yeah. So, uh, what about the the lady who? grabbed the string of his garment and then she was healed just by touching the fabric of right. Jesus. Right. So do you think any of that has to do with the faith that the person has in God or in the 
the the power of God that that has to do with the healing. Well, she believed she believed that if she can, in advance she had heard about this guy, and she believed that if she could just touch him, she could be healed, and it was because of her faith. And when you come back to the Father, you start living that way without any doubt at all. Yeah. No matter what situation happens, no matter whether it's happening inside of you or outside of you, inside of us, you have no doubt at all. And can't no one stop you. And believe me, they try. So what do you think, I just thought about this, what do you think about that Jesus actually has nothing to do with anything? Like, obviously, we needed him to do what he did, but... What if it was just more so about faith? Who? What if it was more so about faith? What What if it wasn't even about, what if there was no importance on Jesus' being in human oh, form see. and it was just mainly about people realizing that it's you? I got it. But it's before Jesus. Jesus came, there was nothing to believe in. There was no way out. Right. So, but do you think that people now put this over-importance on Jesus being the reason when it was the faith, which oh, is I see. the reason. The belief, yeah. Yeah. Right. They made Jesus out of God, so they focus on the physical person rather than the spirit. Right. And that's why they maybe they think that's why he, he is the God and <laughs> what the. Oh, man. So, um, look, yeah. So, it, so what do you think that her touching the garment is almost metaphorically to the spirit of Jesus or yeah. was okay right. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah and a lot of people don't realize that Jesus was more about the spirit healing the spirit and they use physical example but it's really about the spirit healing inwardly um, I do want to tell Sean this Terry T-E-R-R-I in the chat says Sean has beautiful, <laughs> glowing, white skin. Dang. <laughs> That's some incredible shout out, stuff. Shout out to Terry. <laughs> beautiful, glowing, white skin. Yep. That Irish, uh, Irish in there. <laughs> Uh, Hate said journalists think that their mission is to do both those things. Like what you mentioned, which is best to... Yeah, comfort, yeah. Yeah. He he said the journalists think they should do both. Journalists think that they should do both? Their mission is to do both of those things. Interesting. Let's take Jeff real fast out of Arizona. Jeff, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Hey, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's going once. Jeff's going twice. Hello, hello. Bless <laughs> <laughs> oh, Almost got it. <laughs> Jeff, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Hey, how you doing, man? All is well. Okay. Um, okay, I wanted to uh, uh, chime in a little on that, um, on what you guys are talking about with, um, uh, hold on here, uh, touching Jesus' garment and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. 
And then uh, that Jesus Christ isn't God. All right. Yeah. So I wanted to ask one, what uh, your uh, definition of one word in the Bible. Uh, it's uh, Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? <laughs> Sound like a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does it what, mean? What is the, uh, the meaning of Emmanuel in Hebrew? Uh huh. Is what? God with us. Right? Yeah. And, and so, uh, it says here, since it's Bible Thumper Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And that's in uh, Isaiah chapter 14, chapter 7, verse 14. What do you think about that? What do you think about yeah, that? What's your point in bringing that up? I don't right. know the point. What's that? What do you think about that? What's your point in bringing that up? And, and Well, you, I think you know what my point is um, as far as what we're talking about, Jesus being God. So that was the kind of the... Oh, you, know, you the, that... That makes you, that caused you to believe that Jesus was God? No, but um, it doesn't cause me to think that. That's just a, a talking point I wanted to bring up. And what, did, what did you think about Mark 1 1 when it clearly says, Son of God? What do I think of that? I think Jesus Christ is Son of God, yeah. Oh, perfect. We yeah. agree. Hold on, Jeff. <laughs> the treasure chest is now open on D Live. Jeff made me more confused. Check out my book, For Rage and Responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit. And through him, I was able to return to God. And I have perfect peace. Perfect love casts out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone. And you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Welcome back. Quick announcement. 
quick announcement. The Hake Report, excuse me, the Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. The Hake Report. Dot com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And James Hake is on fire. From 9 to 11 at Arthur Hake, Joel Friday TV, be black. At 11 a.m. Pacific time. What are you dealing with today? Check, check. We're getting into the Bible today. Oh, we're getting into the knowledge of good and evil. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Genesis. At- at 11 a.m., Joel Friday TV from 11 to 12. And then at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby. And the American Anchor Baby is on fire at 12 noon. You don't want to miss it. All right? And tomorrow, if the Lord is willing and the creeds don't rise, brand new episode of the TV. TV. I don't see it here. It was taken out, Sean. No. What the? So that lady that said you had the beautiful glowing. <laughs> she spoke too soon. He, it was Rebecca Contreras. You must heard what she said and took it out. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I, anyway, I had a conversation with Rebecca Contreras, a conservative Christian lady. Yeah. From the hood to the White House. Oh, yeah, from the hood to the White House. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. Jesse, the gift of salvation saved my life. I was a very angry young adult and as a result ended up pregnant at 17 on drugs. We should forgive so that God can forgive us. Do you believe in the order of God? I do, very much. And what's that order? Well, do you obey your husband? He's not the head of me because I have my own head. <laughs> I notice that women don't have love. That makes me really sad for you, Jesse. You need to meet more women that have love. What a mess. <laughs> Tomorrow at 12 noon, the fallestate.tv. And you should support the fallestate by going to the fallestate.tv slash donate or uh, um, locals. Dot com. Just click the description and the link there. Uh, let me go quickly back to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Oh, perfect. We agree. Oh, Jeff got some issues. He, he, he's listening to the show in the background. And that's what it is? That's what it was. It was oh. Sean. Okay. Last word. Yeah, I think that people like uh, Jeff, and I could be wrong about him specifically, <laughs> but there's this false pedestal thing that people put on Jesus to make him to be more than what he is. When he even said that he's the son of man, he even said that he was in human form and he even said that we'll do greater things, but people love to attach God and all these miracles to Jesus as if it's unattainable and making him out to be way more important than what he needs to be. But it's all like Jeff was saying he didn't believe that Jesus was God. No, he said he believes that, that that, Emmanuel thing is saying that he is God. Oh, uh-uh. I'm confused. <laughs> Last word. Um, do you believe that everything is exactly as it should be? Yes, but it is our stuff. Absolutely. All right. That's my last word. <laughs> Hassan, last word. Um, Jesus is Lord. 
And Hassan got the Jesus shirt, too. <laughs> my experts, folks. Let me hear from my experts. Amazing. Nice. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let me go to Pete out of Alaska. Pete, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I almost don't even know why I'm calling. You guys kind of summed it all up right there. Uh, you know how words kind of play with the mind and such. Uh, and people say, since I woke up or whatever. But then you got the opposite side of the culture saying, get woke. Uh, I I would think a better way to say as, is to, as I come to understand as opposed to woke up because there's always discovery, you know, you always come to new understanding as you, as you grow, uh, especially if you're, you're seeking peace, you know, uh, and, uh, I, I got one eyeball and the other one's a prosthetic, right? Uh, and in essence, you guys are kind of doing this, the same thing that Jesus did. If, uh, as far as healing the blind, because I don't think it was a you know actual visual impairment, but a spiritual impairment. Yeah, and so it's not necessarily you know somebody with their you know can't see out their eyeballs. They just they just not seeking spiritually, you know, which makes them blind. Absolutely, uh, man. And that kind of brings me to the biblical question: What's trapping you? I don't feel so trapped these days, but in, in the past, uh, I think I understand it is, uh, the ego and the wicked nature that, you know, I'm overcoming and, uh, and I'm gaining a lot of that through paying attention to what you guys have to say. And then your, your callers as well see a lot of yourself in callers if if you're paying attention instead of just that's true. looking at them as this other individual pay attention that's why the, the biblical questions are so awesome you know because they're doing just as you designed it to be uh have you pay attention to yourself absolutely and, uh, know thyself uh, yeah sometimes i wish i was your sidekick in there but uh <laughs> one day maybe <laughs> Uh, you never know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Things have uh, a strange way of working out. Yeah, yeah. And I and I hope all your listeners and the listeners to come are blessed. Typically uh, on Bible Thumper Thursday. Uh, but I was wondering if you could uh, let us hear what our next president has to say this, this morning. <laughs> Real fast, let me check. Let me check out the Great White Hope. Tomorrow they will say, Donald Trump rants and raves at the press. I'm not ranting and raving. I'm just telling you. You know, you're dishonest people. Amazing. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Right. I appreciate yep. it, man. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. Amazing. 888-7753-773. Colin out of Tennessee. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. Thanks for taking me. Yes, sir. Yes, um, so I just wanted to chime in about uh, this whole conversation. Um, I, just fascinating to me. Um, I've kind of like been listening to your show. Well, not kind of been listening to your show for a while, and we gave my mother and father, and um, got really excited about this 
kind of uh, being free in that way and trying to uh, kind of deliver the same type of message to other people. And uh, I noticed that uh, no one wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's why God wants you to be quiet and not try to save people, but just let people live in their hell. We're not our brother's keeper, so people can stay in their hell until it, until or if they decide that they're ready to overcome it. Because when you try to force it on them or even if you try to tell them they want to hear, you th- it's like throwing pearls to swines. They don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. So I'm just curious, at some point you've obviously started sharing your message uh, or this message um, with with folks, and it seemed like the hell comes out of everyone when I, when I attempted to just not even bobble dump or anything, but just tell people to forgive, right? Right. Um, and um, I'm sure that you've mentioned it before, you know, many times that, you know, the devil sent his children after you. Um, and that definitely happened to me in, in ways I won't even get into because it takes too long. Um, but I was real and intense and, um, you know, I guess you just observe it. (laughs) Yeah. When that happened, Colin, and the devil will, he will work inside of you to try to make you doubt, give up, let go, stop or whatever, right? Cause he doesn't want to depart from you. And if that doesn't work, he will work through other people to go after you. He will find others, other people who are jealous and uh, envious and filled with revenge, and he will use them. And they may not even realize that they're, they're being used by evil, right? Yeah. But he will use them to go out there as well. And when that happens, just recognize it's not them, but it's the hell that's in them, and you move on with your life, and don't fight with the devil at all. There's never a reason to fight with the devil. Lay your weapons down. Yeah, I like what you were saying. Uh, it's like uh, with a biblical question, I guess it was last week, where uh, why does the devil allow you, or why does God allow the devil to attack you? And you, your idea was, or response was that it's just the devil attacking the devil. Right. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Absolutely. The devil cannot attack the real you. He tried to attack the fake you, not the real you, but he think. It's the real you, but he want to hurt you because you're the son of God. You're, you're, and he hates the, the children of God. Amazing. Well, I guess that's about it. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> you. Amazing. Thank you very much. All right. All right. You're welcome. Stephen is the first. There's one line open, 888-7753-773. Stephen, the first-time caller out of Cleveland, Ohio. Stephen, welcome going, to the Jeff? show. How's it going? All is well. Great. Just a little background about me. I'm I'm 20 years old, so um, I've been listening to the show for uh, probably about six, seven months now. And, you know, I woke up around that time. So, you know, praise to you. You know what I'm saying? Not praise to you, but, you know. Yeah. You're right. So, uh, so my question would be, it says in the Bible that Jesus wept three times. And, um... Uh, I want to know, like, wouldn't that be emotional? Like, wouldn't that be emotion? And wouldn't emotion be of the devil? So, like, how? Why, why would Jesus weep? Like, what is the point of Jesus weeping? Well, he 
he wept because the people were blind and could not see. And but he didn't. The the one mistake that human beings make, they think that Jesus and his father God, that their uh, what they call emotions and stuff are on the same level as human emotions. And they keep it there because they don't realize that human emotions are evil. The ones that make you feel good and the ones that make you feel bad. And so because they can't see, they try to put Jesus on the same level. And that's where the devil okay. wants them. Okay. So that, that's like somebody personifying it. So. Y- yes. Okay. That makes sense. Amazing. Okay. All right. That's my question then. All right. Thank you, buddy. Yep. Thank you. All right. 888-7753-773-J out of New Hampshire. Jay, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How are we doing, guys? All is well, uh, Jay. Awesome. Let me fix my phone here. There we go. All right. So I love the discussion you guys were just having about, um, is it like um, you were saying, what was um, Sean's question there? He said, is it better to um, to disturb the... The, like the, what, to wake up the disturbed or How to disturb the, the patient? What was it? Oh, he asked, is it, which is better to disturb the comfort or the, to dis- to disturb the comfortable? Is it better to comfort the disturbed yeah, or yeah. disturb the comfort? This was such a good question. What's awesome about this, right, that I, it was like revealed right away as soon as it was uh, asked. Um, ask is the, yeah ask. <laughs> the uh the the truth it it does both of those things without the intent of doing those things. Jesus walked with the disturbed and it brought them comfort because they could see the truth, and they some of them woke up, and the ones that were evil that thought they were already saved were disturbed because the people weren't following them anymore it was it just did it on its own very interesting point, man. Um, and Amazing. then I did have a question. <laughs> I did have a question about the um, silent prayer. Okay. <laughs> I've been listening now, you know, and doing the silent prayer for probably a little over two years. And as I've been like doing it, I find is this is this strange or odd? Like I find myself needing it less because I find myself like as soon as I wake up, I just watch all the time. I don't like need to like discipline myself to sit anymore. It's like I'm doing it like all day long. I just watch everything that goes on now all the time. It's almost it's just like silent praying all the time. So it's, it's it's like I don't need to like train myself to sit and do it. I just watch life and watch what happens within myself and just always go, okay, cool, thanks for showing me that. You know, like I, zero reaction to any of it. Well, one thing for sure and without a doubt, if you can watch what's happening inside of you 24 hours a day, you are in the prayer. That's what it means to pray without yes. ceasing. That means to be conscious and not to go unconscious. Okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah. and of course, uh, questioning myself that Satan's trying to get one last little thing in there. I, <laughs> I see it, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll fall for it. They just, you know, no, exactly. Because I tried explaining it to my wife, because like, she's like, well, because she's, she's been trying to, you know, she's working on herself slowly but surely, and she's like, well, what? You know, because she's like, I see you do it sometimes for a half an hour, like in the like when you get home from work. She goes, like, what what goes on in your mind? And I go, honestly, a whole lot of nothing. It's it, it's actually just like 
very peaceful. I'm like, every once in a while, a thought will come across, but I don't identify with it. And, and usually that same type of thought won't come back because it's, it's almost like the devil's trying to throw whatever he can. And when it doesn't stick, that's God allowing it to just leave because God knows that I know. Yeah, it's just God watch it. Me. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, yep. man. I appreciate All it. Right. Okay. You got it. God bless you. Amazing, Jay. Uh, let, uh, super chat. Super chat. Super, super. Super chat. Mr. Pink bought a coffee to answer the biblical question. What's trapping you? I used to feel tra- I used to feel trapped by the groups and identities, but after hearing JLP's advice about not comparing yourself to others, the chains of my mind are falling off every day. Jeremiah five twenty six. Amazing. Thank you. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Amazing. Neat bought a coffee. Answer to the BB biblical question. What's tapping you uh the memory of jesse got me <laughs> locked up won't let me out throw away the key and leave me in my he double toothpicks <laughs> <What the? laughs> i cleaned it up a bit you got to keep them clean buddy but thank, thank you. you i appreciate it cactus eater Baird gave it diamond people with at&t are having phone outages today indeed that's what i've heard yeah i woke up to that news this morning and I, I mentioned it in the first hour of my show as well. Amazing. Thank you. Urinal Chills is a monthly supporter on Rumble. Did you know you can do that? That's why I say no whipped cream. I don't want to use a darn straw. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Someone bought a coffee. Hi, Jesse. Big fan for the better part of a year. Right on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Urinal Chills is another Rumble rant. Jesse used to say mamas these days are horny for their sons. So what? Mamas these days are horny for they their are. sons. They are. It's the darnest thing I've ever seen. They're trying to make the sons their husbands. Amazing. Thank you. He says that demon woman was babbling the whole time she was on hold. LOL. I felt sorry for her king. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> C on C bought three coffees. That caller about the foreigners taking over with no English. DoorDashers also. They're everywhere. Americans don't want to work, so they're taking the job. I just saw a security guard with the hijab. With the Allah U Akbar LL straight up from Ilhan Omar's country, from the refugee camp in Kenya. Wow, what a mess. It's going to bring trouble on the land, though. It's not going to be good. It's, it's unfortunate. Thank you, CR. LOL, Jesse Pookie, smiley face. Dance again, please. Love you. Amazing. Sia. Uh-huh. Thank you, Sia. <laughs> what the? Charles bought a coffee. Hey, Jesse, what are your thoughts on the Apostles' Creed? Is a brief summary of Christianity. The creed also includes the distinction between Jesus Christ, the Son, and the God and God the Father. What's the creed? The Apostles' Creed. What's that? I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth, and in his Son who wrote, died and rose to give us peace. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Something, something, something. Is that a Catholic thing? <laughs> Catholics do it too, yeah. And who else do it? Other, Christ- other normal Christians. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. I never heard of that. I probably butchered the lyrics. Amazing. Thank you, though. I've never heard of it. Okay. I'll look it up for you. Okay. Canadian David, Israel isn't ready for ginger Jesus. I think he's <laughs> calling me that because United Airlines is flying to Israel now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're the first airline to go to, back to Israel. Uh, since that Hamas... Are they still having the war over there? Oh, yeah. Amazing. 
But Thank I guess you. it's safe again enough for them to fly. Uh, amazing. Thank you. Charlesse uh, bought that coffee. Thank you, Charlesse. Anna Thank bought you, three coffees. Jesse, day after I started doing the silent prayer, I now wake up between 2 and 3 a.m. every morning without an alarm to find myself doing the silent prayer in peace. It's amazing. What's happening? Right on. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. You'll be fine. It's working. Amazing. Uh, shout out to the top contributors on DLive, Cactus Eater Bear, Enoch 87, something zealous hermit, and the rest of the DLive crew appreciate your support. Thanks, Thank guys. You That's all. all for now. Amazing. Thank you so much. The Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. Lynn is out of Oklahoma. Lynn, you're on the air. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. How are you? How are you? Now, I've heard you say you're all as well. All <laughs> as well, Lynn. Amazing. Thank you. Um, well, I think it's pretty appropriate that I might call on Bible Thumper Thursday. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I was born a Bible Thumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's funny. And I've overcome it now. I've transcended that. Right on. And um, it's because of your message. And I will say, I can't tell you how how my life has changed. Just, it's amazing. And uh, the things that <clears throat> I've gotten through. I, I mean, the things you can't imagine. I, I, I've had um, all of these things happen, and it, each one of them, I just, I do what you say, I do what's in front of me, but I don't worry, and yeah. I don't get have fear. I mean, I, none of that. Now, it tries to come. Right. You know, it tries to set in, and, and people don't, they don't help because they see the situation and they say oh my god what you know what has just happened to me yeah. and uh, so that that makes it worse but the uh am i yeah i'm sorry am i yelling no you're doing fine you're doing fine oh, okay well i feel like i'm talking really loud i i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> but, but i wanted to tell you thank you um i found you when i uh well i had this uh, one traumatic thing happened and um i had a a break with my aunt and now my my grandma was dead my mama was dead and my aunt and i went on a trip and then the, all <clears throat> he double two sticks broke loose like as james would say um and um i found you while i didn't have a car or about i, I my car was i was having a new engine put in it and um i was just i had to sit home all the time and i I stumbled on your radio, so this is 2019. And I I didn't, you know, I mean, I believed everything you said. I mean, I I knew it was true yeah. somewhere. But yeah. I, but I, over the years and over the months and the weeks and listening and testing my own life, seeing the people around me and seeing, just seeing humanity, um, I was I was able it was able to come into focus for me. Right like, on. It, like now like now it's mine. That's now it right. To me and and no one can take it. <laughs> That's right, Lynn. Let me tell you this, Lynn. The, the computer's going to cut us off, and uh, we at the end of the show. But amazing oh. testimony. Call me Thank if you, you can. Call me again soon. I will. I will. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Amazing. Bye. Bye now. I am so out of time. The Hate Report coming up now. 
And after the hate, Joel Pride the TV at 11. And then at 12, the American Anchor Baby. Thank you for your super chats and your support at rebuildingtheman.com. Bond, rebuildingtheman.com. Uh, Andela, uh, Andela out of Africa, Mommy Africa, South Africa. Joe, a first-time caller out of Massachusetts. And the other calls has just dropped. I am out of time. Tomorrow is open line Friday. I'll be back tomorrow. The Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Get on that straight and narrow and stay there. No matter what. What the devil tried to do to you on the inside of you and on the outside of you, inside of others. Stay there. Have a good one, folks. Thank you. Baba Thumper. So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Like, my cousin, like, sent me you, and I, I thank him for that. It was more of a, you know, he thinks the whole, like, every, everything's a joke. That just adds a little spice to it. But in the heart of what you're saying, yeah. there is real things going on. Yeah. People want to overlook that. And I'm telling you, Mr. Peterson, I'm not one of those people. And I thank God that, you know, he showed you to me. And sometimes we just need some Jesse in our lives, I guess. Thank you, know, you I wish we had more brothers like you. We need more brothers like you. This because a lot of we don't have more most guys that can, you know, saying lead black people into the right direction. And I thank you for that because a lot of people will be like, Man, it's still going on, it's racism yeah. and I try to tell them, like, watch his show, listen to this brother. He's telling the truth. Take no thought about tomorrow. Yesterday doesn't exist. And you're gonna see, man, God is with us and all is yeah. well. <laughs>